everybody be really quiet. <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> I think we're probably live, but I'm going to hold off a minute I got, before we start I got talking. It. Notification. <laughs> it picks me up whispering. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 100 of Chat. And we have a <laughs> super special guest in the house. We got him here. Mr. Nick, I made it. <laughs> we're going to give a few people some time to join before we dive off into this week's topic. Hey, Pablo. Um, One sec. I'm going to Facebook this real quick. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Let's share the let's share the link around all the stuff. Um, let's share the link. Ah, stop. <laughs> It doesn't normally come out of my other um, headphones. Hey, that's cool. All right. So today we have a a very special (laughs) Nick Roach with the exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. (laughs) Nick, you need the YouTube link? I got it. I got it. I'm typing it out right now. One sec. Okay, cool. Uh, I know what to do. Mike Devitt seems a little bit (laughs) excited that you're in the house, which (laughs) Mike, Nancy, everybody, I'm... uh, you know, I'm as excited as you guys are. So fan fanboy over here also. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, episode 100, almost two years of doing Divi chat every week. And uh, it's been awesome. It's been great. And, you know, we decided something special. We reached out to Nick and invited him on to Divi chat to see if he wanted to come join us. And obviously, he graciously accepted. So we're Yay, thank you. And uh, we were thinking about what special topic do we want to cover, you know, on the 100th episode, because there's a lot of things we could cover. And we decided to, you know, take Divi from then to now, where it's where it, where it started and, you know, where it's at today and just kind of talk about that. And, uh, you know, so we're here. Before we start, let's kick off. Divi chat with saying hi to everybody. Nick, sorry, I'm going to start with the ladies first still. <laughs> hey, Leslie. Hi, um, I'm Leslie Burnell of The Girl in Her Mac. Um, and you can find me at a girl in her Mac dot design. Fantastic. Glad to have you here. Hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. And thanks to the Daylight Savings Change, it is now 8 a.m., which is very exciting for us here in Australia that it's no longer at 7 a.m., and as of two weeks away, it's going to be 9 a.m. So we're very excited here in Australia. <laughs> well, we're glad you get up with us early every Tuesday and join us, Sarah. Me too. And our very special guest, Mr. Nick Roach. Hello, Nick Roach, founder of Elegant Themes. That's me. <laughs> glad to have you here, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Corey. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here. Uh, sorry, I was finishing up some work here at the beginning of the episode. It's all it's all done. Uh, Corey Jenkins here coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. Um, you can find me at AspenGroveStudios.com and Dibby.space. Happy to be here. Fantastic. Long time no see, Corey. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while, I know. Hey, Tim. Hey, everyone. Tim Streifler broadcasting from Austin, Texas, and you can find me online at divilife.com and timstreifler.com and wpgears.com. Fantastic. <laughs> Glad to have you here. And I'm David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space. Wore my shirt today. I uh, want to represent Divi. We love Divi. Um, just glad to be here. Glad Nick's here and 
you know, we've, we're going to talk about Divi and, you know, where it came from, how maybe even it came to be and, you know, where it's going in the future. Obviously it's been a journey for, um, for all of us. It's, I think it's changed everybody on this panel's lives. And, uh, I can speak for, for me, it definitely has. So, um, so yeah, I've got some questions prepared and, uh, I don't want Nick to feel like he's thrown under the bus and we're hammering in with questions. uh, We'll kind of let it go organically wherever the conversation goes after that and stuff. And if you're watching live, and you have some questions, not updates when this is coming. <laughs> Thank you for some questions. We ain't answering those. I'm just letting you know right now. Um, but if you have some, if you're curious about, you know, kind of divvy and, you know, you'll see where the conversation goes, feel free to ping us, ask, ask away, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to squeeze them in the episode and stuff. Uh, first question that I wrote down, I have wrote, I wrote down six questions and, uh, you know, um, I'm just going to start asking them and, and Nick, you can jump in and, and obviously any of the panelists, you, you can share your experience of, of your, you know, with the question as well. Um, so obviously elegant themes has been around for a while. You had a lot of themes put out for WordPress before Divi came to be. My first question is, is when did you know, that you wanted to build a page builder? Well, I mean, yeah, for, for quite a while there, like the first six years, you know, of Elegant Themes existence, our bread and butter was themes and each theme was like a different niche, right? So we were trying to make the most beautiful themes and cover all the different topics we could and make them available um, for what at the time was a very different method, which is a subscription method, you know? So that was kind of like, that's what we did. We made as many things as we could, made them as good as possible, made them available for very cheap. Um, and I think when things started to change was when we released this theme called Chameleon. And that was one of the first themes where we would really put a lot of work into the, the customization of the theme. So that was not quite a multi-purpose theme, but like a multi-style theme. Um, so in the past, and, and people weren't really buying the themes necessarily for their functionality, right? It was more like, I want to get, I want to use this theme because it looks this way, you know what I mean? And, and so when we came to Chameleon, it was the first theme where we, we, and this is before the theme customizer existed as well. So we added theme customization options within the theme options panel. Um, and not only that, but we added this kind of live customizer to the demo and you could load up Chameleon and you could kind of like click on color swatches to change the background color and click on, you know, images to change the background pattern and fonts and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a preview of what would become the theme customizer later on in WordPress. And I think, in fact, that's probably, you know, this type of thing and all the other themes that did it as well is probably what influenced, you know, the theme customizer to come along eventually, right? People wanted a way to manage their styles like that. Um, so we released Chameleon. And we just, and then we, we, you know, we moved along to our next theme, like we always did in the past, but people just kept using Chameleon. So it wasn't quite like Divi, um, but it was, it was a very substantial difference, right? We continued to make what I considered even better themes. And we, and we even added all the theme customization options and the colors and all kind of stuff there. Um, but people latched on to this idea of Chameleon. I mean, it was in the name, right? This idea of yeah. changing colors. And we sold it that way and people loved it. Um, so that was I used it at least three times. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, people are using it 10, 20 times more than any other theme, even a year, a year after it was released. Um, wow. So that was the, obviously the first hint. Um, I wouldn't say we like took the hint right away, but it became clear that this, that what, having one theme that could serve multiple purposes, even in just the, the design sense, you know, just changing the colors easily was a big deal. Um, and it kind of naturally progressed from there. We also released Nexus. So, I mean, Nexus, I think, was the first theme where it kind of played with this, with this idea of page building. Um, so if you can remember back at these old themes, the way you kind of created a modular theme, and this is also like a really big deal when people first started doing it, was you had this template, the theme template, and you basically plugged a bunch of pages into a single page. It was kind of like a lot like how... Um, these like Divi layout injectors work, right? We have a li library item and you inject it in this place. And that was kind of how these themes worked. If you want to build out a really cool modular page, the template was fixed and you could like, hey, how these areas you could plug in content, right? So you actually assign page IDs to this place and this place and this place. And you go ahead and create the page and you like write like a few sentences, right? And you would show up there because there's there no, there no library and stuff. It's just, just pages and then widgets as well. Um, and so when we created Nexus, which is this news theme, we kind of, instead of doing that, we kind of had a little, you could reorder them basically, instead of having a fixed template. And that was kind of our first dabble into page building in a sense. You could like, you know, you could choose, instead of just having this theme that was like, like here's your slider area and you can populate it with five pages and here's your recent news. You can populate it with specific categories. You could reorder those things. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I mean, along that same time, I mean, things were changing, right? Squarespace existed. Um, they were doing live editing. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Visual Composer existed. I'm not sure, but it, I mean, something existed. It wasn't like we invented the idea of, right. you know, visual editing. It was very clear that this was where things were going, right? So, and that's when we created, and you guys might not even remember this, but we had the Elegant Page Builder plugin. And this is pre-Divi, right? And this was like- installed on people's sites like in yeah 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 it still works too yeah <laughs> um, yeah so that was our foray into page building like for real um and at that time i i was really excited about it and i i was considering even making a whole new kind of company for it and, and really doubling down on the page building idea but then we you know changed our minds and we decided to use that plugin to incentivize our um what the time was our developer license which only which was which you needed to purchase to get plugins, right? So we, we rolled that in. It was a big yeah. success. Um, and then we wanted to make a better version. So we did Divi, right? And even then at that time we launched Divi and it was a, it was a really, really big commitment because we could see that we could see that our sales were downtrending and we could see that the formula of creating a bunch of new themes wasn't working anymore. Um, it just wasn't selling as well. Um, people just kept using Chameleon. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't adding any benefit whenever we made a new theme and Chameleon wasn't good enough. So we're like, okay, we're going to make the themed and all themes. Um, and that's what we Boom. did. We made Divi. Uh, <laughs> and so like a scary time when yeah. your trends were going down. Like, was there a moment where you were like, oh my God, this is like the end of this current company? Or were you always like, nah, there's always a way to come back from this? It's probably a little bit of both. I mean, I have a lot of confidence in our team. So I think I'm a, I feel pretty good, even when there's a downtrend that will make something work, right? 
yeah. but it was still a scary time, right? I mean, yeah. even if we even if we had made something work, it might not have been fast enough, and we'd have the downsides or whatever, right? So we don't yeah. want that. So no, and people was, didn't was, really pick up Divi straight away, did they? Or did everyone jump straight on? I didn't jump straight on till Divi two. I jumped straight on. I, don't know I jumped straight on. It was pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, the I trim was waiting for it. I think a lot. Of I was yeah. the slow one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was an interesting time because, like I said, we had this formula of make as many great things as we can and include them in the membership. And people, and we make them pretty quick of like one a month, one every two months. Um, and people expected that. So we, we took a big gamble when we decided to not make any more themes and I think it was like six, seven months, maybe longer, right? And we sneak- I remember those, those yeah. updates and sneak peeks. And yeah, and we sneak peeked. Like, When's it coming? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people were very like, you know, they're angry. I'm, I'm canceling my membership, but we don't get a new team right now. You know what I mean? Um, I want my $39 like, back. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Give me my $39 back. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't angry, but I remember um, I, I was getting into like Genesis uh, at the time. Uh, I had just started up a freelance company again, getting into Genesis. And I, I remember I was actually at WordCamp um, Phoenix when you launched Divi 1.0 and it came out and I had just like signed a new client and I just went to a coffee shop and like finished out a site in like a day. And, and I was just like instantly in love with Divi. Uh, yeah. One, 1.0. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, yes. Yeah, so it was clear very quickly after we released Divi, that Divi was going to be the thing that we'd be working on. But even before we launched Divi, we had thought about, I mean, we didn't, I wasn't completely confident that we were going to be able to launch one theme, and never launch a theme again and have people be happy. Right. Because people, it was six years of people, thinking that I'm getting great value and they were for having lots of great themes for this the price of one theme, you know, it was kind of like, even it was even like our, you know, our hook was like, you know, 80 themes for the price of one, you know, that really right. wasn't meaningful anymore when we're not making themes anymore and all the other themes became irrelevant. So even as we were about to launch Divi, we were already working on our next theme, which was extra. Right. Um, and thinking about how we were going to be able to make multiple themes, but still have it be on the same framework. You know what I mean? Um, so that's when we started doing extra, but, after we released Extra, it was clear that we didn't need any more themes, you know. Um, yeah. They're still up there, though, right? For download or all the old, older ones? They're still there, yeah. But we're slowly making them less visible. Like on the site, you have to click view more. And even on the download area, you have to like view legacy themes to get them. Uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, I think you answered about three of my five or six. <laughs> uh, no. which, which I'm okay with. Now, a lot of these people were using WordPress and using different themes and even yours, Elegant Themes. Divi was my first theme from Elegant Themes. I was three months into my WordPress journey when you launched the Divi. And I can tell you that I've been on board ever since December of 2013, whenever it launched or whatever. And uh, I've loved it. It's definitely changed my life. So um, I'm going to ask this question. I know the answer to it. I'm going to let you answer it because a lot of people may want to know and it may be out there already, but how did you decide on the name Divi? Um, it, we were just looking for a catchy name that wasn't a real word um, for one thing, um, just for branding issues, trademark issues, that kind of stuff just makes it easier. And it was really just a play off the word div. Um, and then we, made it sound cooler i think kenny and i <laughs> i couldn't kenny and i it was literally like a 10 minute conversation we're like hmm, div how about divvy and originally it was d-i-v-v-i and then and then i slashed a v off of it 
I know that's the story. <laughs> Wasn't it like a typo? <laughs> or drunk? Come on, man. A drunk bar. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the one be an accident and then you guys just kept it or something like that no no it was more just it didn't look good two is that v's. a rumor you heard tim yeah, two, two, <laughs> yeah. two v's don't look good next to each other i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. it could have been dewey they might have thought it was a <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I have know, a question it never even occurred to me to think of the word div uh, i never I'm, connected I'm, it i'm, I'm yeah. sorry tim you can't ask any questions okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um i wanted to ask about regrets. So for example, you mentioned, uh, you were trying to, you know, keep the momentum going. You guys started working on extra. Do you have regrets about extra? I mean, extra is great, but sometimes it it feels like it's almost like the, the neglected middle child type of thing. Um, (laughs) yeah, I I just saw a post about that yesterday where they're like, you know, you keep, you keep, you keep updating the the visual builder, the Divi builder, we never update extra. Um, well, what they said is you keep updating Divi and not extra. And all extra gets is the, is the page builder updates. But the truth is we haven't actually updated the Divi theme in the same amount of time. So right. we only, we won't, we just call it Divi updates, but really what's being updated is the page builder. Um, so we haven't really done anything to improve the thing that surrounds the page builder in Divi for a while because we've been so focused on making that the competitive edge, right? And also we think that it's going to, a lot of that's going to get replaced when we start allowing the builder to be accessible in, in other areas, right? So we're going to have to actually find a way to back out of our current header and theme customizer stuff, right? So why would we continue to add stuff to that? Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, it's not exactly true that we've focused more on Divi than Extra. It's just that we say Divi all the time. But yeah, if I could go back in time and I knew that Divi was going to be, you know, this huge thing, then I would love to have not made any other themes, right? If you could, if you could, if you could at any time, if you're, you know, one piece of advice for just business, I guess, is if you can manage to focus on one thing and make that your business, that's what you should do because then you can't be the best at everything. So if you can, if you can manage to be the best at one thing, it's a lot better than being okay at a lot of things. And yeah. in our case, if we can make Divi the best thing, um, then that's better than making a bunch of okay things. So all right. Well, we I are think- trying. Yeah, we're trying to get to the point where we can really focus um, on Divi. But like I said, the Divi builders—it's kind of the same thing, right? So right. Like um, I think we'll get to this point where Divi and Extra continue to have the same functionality because as we add the theme builder to Divi, you're going to get that kind of index page editing that Extra has, and then that you know kind of get start to get feature parity, and eventually we kind of kind of merge things together, and it will just be really extra will kind of feel like a child theme of Divi or another version of Divi. And there won't be this kind of separation that we have now, which originally was kind of a branding decision. We're like, we want to make extra different than Divi. And now I think we're going to try to slowly back out of that and make them more the same and just have them kind of different, different styles of the same theme really. Yeah. So, so really outside of the, um, the Divi builder, it's, you know, the category builder. And then you have things like, the author page, uh, colorizing categories, things like that. Yeah. That are, that are currently missing from, from Divi, I, I guess, which is why most people like always are always like, can you just like merge them together? Like just. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, like I said, like I said, if we could go back in time and instead of making extra, we added all that to Divi, it would probably be a better move. But at the same time, we were worried about, um, just adding too much stuff to Divi. Still am, you know, yeah. I think I think Tim's question actually segues nicely into the next question that I had, which that was, was <laughs> at what point 
did you realize you had something big with Divi? Where was that you were like, holy cow, you know, oh my God, we got something Revenue good. like that. Um, well, <laughs> like, oh, I think it, yeah, yeah, I think it was pretty quickly that we saw that, you know, the excitement around Divi just in the comments. I mean, we like to use just comments as a way to gauge excitement level. You know what I mean? So if we make, if we were like posting a new theme update, a new theme, you know, launching Nexus, and we got 200 comments, pretty good. Then we launched Divi and it's like a thousand, you know what I mean? And then each update is like a thousand comments. People are just like excited about it, you know? And the other thing I like to look at is Google trends. So you type in Divi and then you type in comma elegant themes and you can see elegant themes go like this and Divi goes like this, right? <laughs> and so you can see it. Well, as soon as Divi completely eclipsed elegant themes as a brand, we knew it was pretty, pretty big deal, right? So Divi is actually much stronger of a brand than elegant themes. Like Divi, we, if we could just be Divi.com, that's what we'd be right at this point because that is what people recognize us for. Um, so, so that you was can't be Divi.com? Uh, we, we don't own the domain name. If we did, I think... probably holding it hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I see, see Tan coming on Namecheap right now looking for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, we would definitely consider... Yeah, we definitely consider yeah. transitioning to that to that brand just because it's stronger yeah. than Elegant Themes. Yeah. yeah, I think most people, when they're, like, Googling how to do stuff, even, they're always Googling Divi. So Divi would be constantly in people's right. minds when they're yeah. writing things yeah. into... And, and a lot of people call it a Divi membership instead of Elegant Themes membership. Okay. Yeah. I hear it all the time. I have a Divi yeah. membership. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me... I'm gonna, I don't have this question down, but I want to just ask it. Obviously, you were building themes for six years before Divi came to be. Uh, and there was a community built up around elegant themes already. Do you see a difference in the community of, you know, pre-Divi versus post-Divi? There's definitely a difference, right? I mean, it's grown dramatically right. and it's more centralized around one, one product. So um, I think people feel closer because they're all using the same thing. I mean, there's definitely a community in Elegant Themes. Um, I think just as a byproduct of our membership system, people felt more like they were connected to the community because they were part of something rather than having just purchased a product. I think there was something to that, I'm pretty sure. Um, and we could see it, like I said, in the, in the excitement of the comments, people felt like a little bit proud or like like they're just happy to have been getting these great things, which is a great price, and they're just excited about it, right? Um, but I definitely see something different in the Divi community. It's, it's just like that times a hundred, right? <laughs> people are right, yeah. people. Yeah. It's because I think when, um, I think the difference is that back then Elgin themes and our, you know, collection of 70 themes were 70 themes in someone's toolkit of maybe 300 themes. You know what I mean? And it was like, it was something they used for a lot of their projects. Uh, every once in a while, maybe 50% of the time, whatever. But it wasn't very often, I don't think, that people were like, oh, I, I'm an Elegant Themes web designer. You know, that wasn't really something <laughs> yeah. to say. Right. Because, <laughs> That's like said, true. These, yeah, these themes were just templates. They were WordPress They were WordPress designers that happened to use a bunch of themes. And maybe half of the themes in their collections were Elegant Themes. Um, but it's different when they became Divi designers and started to identify more as a Divi designer than they were a WordPress designer even. Um, because Divi was the one tool that they used to power their whole business. Um, I remember when I branded myself as that. So yeah. yeah. And then that continued to expand. Um, the community expanded, you know, with people um, like yourselves who started making Divi products and, and stuff like that. So 
it just grew a lot and in a different bunch of different directions. And I think, um, yeah, it was just, it was a, being a Divi designer is like a thing. And right. before that wasn't a thing. I think that's, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. My question was really, were they as rabid as they are now? And, you know, super <laughs> awesome fans because, you know, I, being in the WordPress community as a whole and attending WordPress just has that, that atmosphere of just an awesome, awesome community. But my experience with the Divi community is just like even a, a different level of um, thirsty. Yeah, like, yeah, word camps, you don't see people going like, all right, like Genesis, you know, Beaver like, Builder, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's something I don't know how to, how to explain exactly, but we we see that and we're always amazed by it and really proud of, you know, this thing that I, I can't even say that we created it, right? It's just, just, just happy to see that it exists. But yeah, I, I can't, it's, there's, I guess there's certain products that, that, surprise and delight you um in specific in 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 unpredictable ways and it just that helps make you kind of a a fanatic about the product you know um so you see this in apple you see it like in tesla people just like are really passionate about products for some reason and i don't know what the secret sauce is but um Great design. Yeah, I, think, Great I, I, think it, I think it has to do with, with striving to over-deliver um, as much as possible. Um, yeah. Well, I, I want to tell a little story. This will only take a minute because three of the people who are on this call were sitting at that table almost a year ago talking about community. Nick Roach, Tim, myself, Kenny, Mitch. Uh, we were having lunch in Nashville downtown Away from WordCamp US, we were all attending WordCamp US, and we were sitting at a table. And uh, Divi shirts were were being worn with pride, and uh, it was an outside cafe. And an elderly couple that had walked down the street on the sidewalk saw the Divi shirts. 60s, not quite elderly, but... Come on, man. 60s is pretty old. I mean, would you think a 60-year-old person using Divi? I would. Maybe I'm wrong. Sorry. You are wrong. I'm sure there's eight. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. David, most people think of a 50-year-old using Divi. I'm just kidding. I know. (laughs) So anyways, this this couple sees the Divi shirts, and, you know, they asked us, oh, do y'all use Divi? You know, and Tim, I think, you know, said, well, yeah, we use Divi. And he pointed to Nick, and he said, hey, here's the founder of of, (laughs) Themes who created Divi, and the the gentleman, the, a pole was blocking Nick. He couldn't see Nick when he was on the sidewalk. And when he looked around the corner of this pole, this guy's eyes got this big. <laughs> so excited, he turned to his wife and he said, "Honey, honey, it's him. That's that's him. Honey, honey, <laughs> this is the guy I watch on YouTube." <laughs> you know. And, it was genuine the look on his face we were attending WordCamp us this person did not even know WordCamp us was going on at the time so this was not a WordCamp attendee this was a random street walking nashville downtown person who you know nick talks about products that touch people's lives and stuff and i'm going to tell you that guy the genuineness that was coming through him at least for me that i could see he he was excited and grateful. I don't, how many how many times did he thank you, Nick? He he <laughs> thanked you at least ten times 
for creating Divi because he was building websites with it and stuff, which was super awesome, which maybe that happens with a bunch of other products. I don't know. That was pretty cool to experience um, and, and to witness and be a part of and stuff. So I know it's, and we've gone to a lot of WordCamps, you know, we've been all over the country and, and, you know, the Divi mania is uh, Divi mania trademark that name. Um, (laughs) it's awesome it's it's there so um yeah do y'all have any questions before i ask another question i'm not paying attention to youtube i guess i have a comment more than a question but i think there was something about the community around divi there was this transition at least that i saw from an external perspective of like we were relating to other people, like maybe if you're using Gravity Themes, you would be asking questions for other people who are using Gravity theme, gravity Forms or like if you were using different themes, like you'd be relating to different people for like a snapshot of a moment. But most of us would have asked questions in the forum, like in the actual Elegant Themes um, area. So if we were using all different themes, it was almost like we still weren't quite connected. Like there was this, there was this, yeah, you might all be using elegant themes, but it was still very solo. And then there was something that happened with Divi, I think, particularly around Facebook, I guess, but there was this thing of, it was like we were all together. There was something about, we were all using the same thing day in, day out. And like you said before, like you might've had 70 themes that you were using for your business. And sometimes it was elegant themes and sometimes it wasn't, but all of a sudden we were, there was a bunch of us who were using Divi more and more and more and more. And all of a sudden that connected us together to be able to ask each other questions. And all of a sudden it felt like that each other was our workmates. Um, And I think, and even being able to help each other, like I felt like such a newbie when I was around when Divi was starting out. So being able to ask other people questions, but then slowly people would come in who were newer than me and then I could help those people. And then people came in who were newer than them and they could help those people. I think there's something around that thing of us using one thing consistently that meant we were together. Um, And all of a sudden we weren't just going, I wasn't, I suddenly stopped going to the help forum more and more and I was just going to my friends and asking questions um I guess that's just more a comment of like the evolution of where I saw suddenly going from a solo person Divi became the thing that connected me to other people because it was something I was using and I felt like a little bit of like broship with these people who (laughs) were also using the same thing as me it felt like yeah it was something that it could have potentially have been Beaver Builder or it could have potentially been one of these other things, but it was Divi and it was Divi the thing was the thing that brought all of us together in a way that we never anticipated, but I think made all of our work lives really different. I don't know. That's just a comment somehow. <laughs> no, I, I was the same way. Look, I was brand new with WordPress and I was learning it and those Facebook groups and the Divi groups just changed my, because I did feel so supported and um, like a community. It was like, bro, you use the term bros. It was like yeah. that. I would ask a question and I would get some of the most awesomely talented people in the world answering it for me. It was really awesome. I what think was that, that was like? the thing. Like it connected you with people who were so much more advanced than you, yeah. but you felt like you could ask them questions in a way that when you were just using other themes, you couldn't 
it, right. it, it, it somehow allowed a connection that. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a great segue for uh, Divi is easy enough for beginners, but powerful enough for professionals. Yeah. And that's how it has been from day one. And so that's why it allows that connection of uh, more novice users with more professionals. Yeah. What yeah, is I, that? I, what was that ride like? Go ahead, Corey. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I'd be curious to know, like if Facebook groups like didn't exist, like how much more support volume do you think you'd have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen that, that question posed a few times. Um, I mean, I, I think the Facebook groups are amazing. It was really special to watch those grow and continue to grow and to be a part of them and all that, you know, um, I do think they, they certainly knock off a little bit. Yeah. But we do have 500,000 customers, more, 530,000 customers. <laughs> As opposed to the 30 in the Facebook group, right? Yeah, and I, I would love to, maybe you'll have Mitch on, you should have him on and he can talk about our support system. But um, it's pretty crazy how many questions we answer every day. It's a lot. It's thousands. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to forget. Um, like the Facebook groups yeah. are just a fraction of your yeah. membership, like a very small fraction. Even if you lumped them all together and they were unique individuals in every single group which is not the case there's lots of crossover but yeah. even if you did that it would still be one-fifth of their actual user base so um yeah yeah, yeah well, i just had someone contact me this morning randomly another way asking me questions and i was like have you seen the facebook group and they didn't even know about it so there's still tons of people who don't even know there yeah. are facebook groups available with just people who are happy to help each other out um so we still need to get the word out because yeah. I think there are questions we can easily answer for each other yeah. that right. would lighten the load for then more, more yeah. helpful things that Elegant Themes can be helping with. I'm yeah. going to tell us, I'm going to tell on myself, Corey and I bought, this was in the very beginning of Divi. Corey and I bought a lifetime membership of Genesis and their theme. <laughs> Waste of money. We've never used it. <laughs> um, <laughs> money brian gardner has a great product genesis is awesome um but i don't think <laughs> that track, we, i don't think that we ever used that you know thing yeah that we, we, we went like 50 50 on it and uh you know that was when i i used it here and there and i'd let it like expire but um i can't remember a thought behind it but yeah we've never touched it i mean it's just been sitting there. sorry nick you were saying you were going to say something else Mm, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's, let's talk about, uh, obviously there's been a, a lot of stuff going on with Divi constant, amazing, awesome updates. Um, I'm going to ask, maybe I don't want to save this till the end. I want to shoot it out now. Where, where do you see Divi in five years? Not just next year. Yeah, Five years, <laughs> too many years. <laughs> I mean, Divi isn't even five years old yet, is it? It's yeah. So, no, um, I mean, looking a year or two into the future, um, I mean, the good, one good thing is that we're sneak peeking everything we're doing, so you always know where things are headed, um, which I think is really important. I know there's been like slight amount of backlash against the constant sneak peeking, mm. but we're <laughs> we're sneak peeking just as much as we're releasing. So I think people are going to get used to it and then really value that. Always knowing where we're headed. Right? Weirdest thing people, to complain people, about. Like, stop showing yeah. me stuff you're going to be doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we yeah. don't show them, too many updates. Ask, Not enough updates. Yeah, yeah. If we don't show people what we're doing, then they just ask what we're doing. So they want to know, and, and if they didn't want to know, they wouldn't watch the sneak peeks. So, um, 
but yeah, I think it's just going to be, I mean, the stuff, I guess one thing that, um, that we haven't really announced that I could talk about that we're interested in working on is, um, is, is, and this is probably like a year in the future or something is like really good collaboration tools built into Divi. Um, so my vision for Divi is that it becomes more and more the one tool you use uh, to run, to build your website. And that includes building a website with a team, right? Um, so right now, I think, or if you look at like back, you know, a year ago, um, using Divi when there was no visual builder a year and a half ago, um, kind of like the progression of website might be open up in Sketch or Photoshop, you make a bunch of variations, show those to your client, and then you build those in Divi. And there's like a, this double design process where you're building it once in Photoshop and building it again in Divi. And so we wanted to first eliminate that, right? Um, get rid of the whole pre-design step where you're like doubling the amount of design you're doing and just do your sketches in, in Divi. And once you get used to that, you know, it saves a lot of time. So that was kind of like the first step. And then there's, there's still a lot of things you do outside of Divi that you don't necessarily need to be doing outside of Divi, um, like collaborating. So if you're going to collaborate with another designer on a design, you probably can't use Divi very well. In fact, we see this with our own team producing these layout packs, right? We have a design team of five people. So we get to see in our own office, in our own um, our own business, how a design team might operate. Um, we're actually like very, so we're actually not just, we're not just making Divi, we're using it a lot. You know, we're using Divi a lot. Um, and I think um, we have a pretty good idea kind of what's important using Divi at what I think is, uh, you know, at the, at the highest level. Um, and one thing, in addition to all these kind of like productivity, productivity stuff we've been doing, um, one thing is like, is like team collaboration, right? So even right now, it's like the way we'll design things is like, you know, they'll create a sketch file or a Photoshop file and bring it into, uh, we used to use Envision, uh, if you're familiar with that. And now we kind of use like Dropbox, Dropbox commenting, but there's this, process where you're collaborating with your team remotely on design you have to talk to each other right and so we want to bring that inside of Divi and we think that'd be a really important part of you know consolidating the design process um so if you ever ever used Envision before um or other these kind of like um, collaboration tools you might imagine like you know building a Divi site and then a Divi page and building five variations and like sending, like getting like a magic link, you send your clients, they can see all five variations and they can kind of, you can like have comments on it. They can comment on it and you can do the same with your team members, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one, one cool idea. Um, and obviously, wow. you know, obviously you know about kind of the things we're already working on with the theme building. Um, and then we want to really improve kind of um, the, the, the Divi layout aspects of things too, kind of make that more modular um yeah but as far as the big ideas go i think that collaboration one is a pretty good pretty good yeah, that, that, in the future. Awesome. awesome yeah i have a kind of a random question and forgive me because this is a question that comes up a lot but i think i know the answer to it and i just want to hear your thoughts the the jumping header this is something that's never really bothered me but some <laughs> people get so passionate about it Mm -hmm. um, my thinking is kind of what you were saying before, you know, with the theme builders going to, I think you said, you know, back out of like some of the theme customizer stuff. 
So basically, once the theme builder is fully rolled out and you're not using the theme customizer and header and stuff, that's going to essentially eliminate that problem. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, if we build it differently, if we build the way headers are basically embedded into the top of the theme, um, we're, st- we, we're still going to want to have like a floating header capability, right? And to be able to size it differently. So what we need to do is just change the way that the header sits above the content. Because um, right now, if you imagine, basically there's a fixed header at the top and the height of the header equals the padding of the body. And so that's how the header sits above the content, right? And that allows you to, as you scroll, the header is already fixed. It just shrinks and it's really smooth. You know what I mean? Um, if the header was part of the body and then we had to create a, create a, uh, turn into a fixed position, um, that would also cause jumping, right? Um, but the reason it jumped is because we're, we're basically allowing people, by default, it doesn't jump, right? Because it's all static. You have a static height of the header and that equals the static padding on the body. Um, once you adjust that height, and it could be any height, we need to dynamically take that height and then adjust the padding, right, to make sure it matches. And that's with JavaScript. So there's like an instant where the JavaScript's calculating things, and you'll see that jump. Um, but yeah, if we, I think if we, if we do it again, we'll try not to let that happen because we have a theory um, that's been floating <laughs> around, and the theory is that you're not fixing it because you want everybody to know how many websites are built with Divi around the world. So when you yeah. go to a website, you see the like delay, and you're like, oh, it's Divi. Yeah, that's our yeah. theory. Yeah. No, <laughs> I never even noticed it. Yeah. I had to wait to like see what someone was talking about. I'm like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like to me, that was just like, oh, it's finishing loading. Like it. Isn't yeah, really- I've, I've never really had an issue with it or we've never had clients like complain yeah, I about it. I did. Yeah, like, jumping in yeah. yeah. Wake up I in the middle. I have clients who winch at me, but I, I, I don't see it happen on, on every site, but yeah. All right, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Ooh, what? Gutenberg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Uh, you know, that'd be weird if an elephant just walked into David's I room. I know. Who, who has an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, WordPress is is uh, moving in that direction. You know, at WordPress speed, that could be you know 2035 before it gets here. So <laughs> it may be a moot point. But um, how do you feel about you know the changes that are coming to WordPress with Gutenberg and stuff, and how will that impact? Or will it impact, do you feel, you know, Divi and, and long-term success of Divi and stuff? Well, f- first of all, anything that's good for WordPress is, is good for all of us. Even, even if, like, there's this competition involved. The worst-case scenario for the Divi, or sorry, the WordPress, you know, plugin and theme ecosystem is if that ecosystem shrinks. And you can right. see, I mean, like I said, I like to look at Google Trends. You see the WordPress trend going down. It's been going down for a while. Um, and that downward trend is off, is kind of offset by the upward trend of Squarespace and Wix. So I think like their concern is valid. Um, and we want WordPress to succeed and we should all want WordPress to succeed. Um, all we'll, I mean, things won't change for us as far as like, you know, what our goal is. Our goal is to provide value to our customers on top of what WordPress is. And I don't think that's going to be difficult even in a Gutenberg world. Um, because like we're going to be able to iterate faster, right? Um, right. I mean, like, thing, like the theme customizer exists, right? They didn't like somehow obliterate, you know, customizable themes and stuff. Um, didn't obliterate theme options. It didn't like, um, just because a free WordPress theme exists 
with WordPress doesn't stop you from buying premium WordPress themes that are better, exactly. right? So our yeah. goal is just to be better and and to specifically add unique value in in different ways. Um, so there are things that that Gutenberg will never do that that we want to do, right? Um, like collaboration, like way way better design, um, customizability, way better. Um, we did, we want to, I guess, model ourselves kind of off of, of like off of Sketch and these kind of tools and bring that into the into the web design world. And I don't think we're that Gutenberg's going to going to do that. Um, but we don't want to create this Divi versus Gutenberg um, environment, right? Because that's not sustainable either, especially right. as because Gutenberg is a is a replacement for a lot of things, and it's going to be the way things are built in the future. So. If you say you can choose between Divi and Gutenberg, that's not really a choice because then you're basically choosing between Divi and WordPress because all plugins will be kind of like only compatible with Gutenberg in the future, right? Um, so we need to find a way to make the collab or the, I guess, yeah, the, the collaboration between Divi and Gutenberg super great. And unfortunately, we're, that's not just up to us, that's up to, the Gutenberg developers and kind of what they, what kind of tools they give us to tap into things. Um, so right now we're just really experimenting and trying to figure it out. But our idea is there'll always be a way for you to choose between, you know, Divi and Gutenberg that already exists, but we want to add more tools to, you know, allow Gutenberg blocks to be used inside of Divi and allow Divi modules to be used inside of Gutenberg. And that's, kind of the, end, that's the end game for us. And then after that, we'll kind of play with ideas about maybe, you know, converting Divi modules into Gutenberg blocks and vice versa. Right now, we just want to create a good way for, really, for WordPress plugins to be used inside of Divi because they will soon be Gutenberg blocks. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, ever since I've met you, from the first time I met you in Orange County, I have been very impressed with your um, love of WordPress and your the way you feel about WordPress. I, I think I feel like a lot of people in the WordPress community um, don't get to see that part of you or know that part of you. So I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that you, you know, answered the question the way that you answered and stuff with, uh, you know, what's good for WordPress is good for, for all of us. And um, that's huge. That that's, that's really big deal. I, I, was I, slightly will, delighted. I will say that. That's true. And one thing I didn't mention was that I do think that the release timeline is a little rushed. So that's my only thing. I think that they're rushing it a bit yeah. and that I'm, a, I'm worried, like what's good for WordPress is good for all of us. I'm worried that the release of Gutenberg potentially in three weeks is not going to be good for WordPress. It's, because it's the 18th I, of November now, right? Is what they're saying. Yeah. Four weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's yeah. It seems I'm just watching all this accessibility stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just worried. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... Uh, to the code base and accessibility and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you in WordPress years, that means that it's really coming out in like uh, 2000. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, original but launch date was back already... in, what, March, April? Yeah. They've already <laughs> delayed it like four times. This seems to be the final. It seems to be potentially real, right? So I don't know. I've got yeah, a question around the. <laughs> I have a question with Gutenberg and the front-end editor versus the back-end editor. When I installed the Gutenberg plugin, it then disabled the back-end editor. 
for Divi. Is that right? And is that the way it will be moving forward? Because I can do almost everything in the visual editor and I tend to use it. That's, I know everyone has their preferences. I tend to use it most of the time, but every now and then it's buggy. And so I'll have to do something back in the backend editor, but Gutenberg looks like it's going to kill the backend editor. Is that right? Or am I misunderstanding? Yeah. If you use, if you use Gutenberg, then you won't have access to the old backend builder. Um, yeah. because that is part of the classic editor that they're getting rid of. Um, yeah. So, yeah, by just the way, if you get rid of the classic editor, the backend builder or the classic Divi builder, whatever you want to call it, goes along with it. If you want to use that, you have to install the classic editor plugin. So right. it's kind of really similar to what people who don't want to use the new Gutenberg interface will, will need to do. If you don't want to use the visual builder, you'll install that classic editor plugin. And then okay. you can use the backend builder. So if there's any reason that we still feel like we need the backend editor, we should be installing the classic plugin so that we're ready and we don't lose access to that backend editor. And from your perspective, is the plan to make it so that everything can happen through the front end editor that needs to happen? With yeah, the... yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So we announced this a, a bit a bit ago. It was one of our sneak peeks, but there's a new version of you know what is considered the backend. Builder. I mean, right now there's two builders, right? And they're actually completely different code bases. They do exactly the same thing, but they're completely different code bases. And this has been really, really inefficient for us in the entire community because it means twice the amount of bugs, twice the amount of work, twice the amount of everything. So yeah. we're, but we've really been slow to get rid of the old backend builder because we don't want to upset people. Um, so we've I our plan yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean our strategy has been to make the visual builder better and better and better and, and let people choose to use it, right? Um, and that is kind of will continue to be our strategy. But pretty soon, uh, this will be our next feature update within the next uh, couple of weeks, is going to be the new kind of backend builder experience. And that will essentially be the visual builder technology in in the you know WordPress post editor experience, right? So what you previously think of as the backend builder will be replaced by the visual builder in a sense, same technology. Those will be oh recent. So, so, I'm scared. So, I'm um, scared. And I, I, know, I, know, I know there was a conflict where um, if, if you had a page built with Divi and you enabled Gutenberg, it would like wipe out that content. Um, so as I, I, I'm not sure if that bug still exists. This was a couple of weeks ago when I was noticing that, I, I guess having that new backend builder, builder code base will uh, eliminate that bug. I wasn't aware of that bug, but this actually wouldn't have anything to do with that. No, I mean, okay. if you if you have if you install the Gutenberg plugin and you open up that page in in Gutenberg, it should give you the prompt to edit with Divi. Yeah. Or edit with Gutenberg. If you choose to edit with Gutenberg, yeah, it's going to wipe out the Divi stuff because you're choosing. Gutenberg. Yeah, I, I think like even if you press the Gutenberg like icon on a on a page created with Divi, it would like wipe the wipe the whole mm -hmm. thing. Um, right. Yeah. I yeah. Not that at all. Well, that, that, right. Yeah. We'll have to look at that. I guess like, yeah, that, that, that action on that button might be kind of like basically switching to, to Gutenberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of opening the post editor, it's actually switch, initiating the switch. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, but no, this, the, this new backend builder experience wouldn't be related to that. Um, it's, it's just, it's just basically, we, I think there's different, there's different reasons that people choose to use the backend builder. Um, one is because they're just used to it and they don't want to look at a new interface, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, despite, despite all the benefits of the visual builder, uh, they just choose to use the backend builder because they're, they're used to it. They don't want to change. 
the other the other reason um, I think people do it is because they don't want to click another button to go somewhere, right? So they're already there. They don't want to load the builder twice, basically. They want to like load the backend builder, click use visual builder, have it load again, and edit something. Um, so we'll be getting rid of that, right? Because the visual builder will essentially be there and it'll just be a lot more accessible if you're in there editing like your, you know, your custom fields or whatever, you can just like use the visual builder in there. So um, does that mean there'll be plans to have like Yoast and, you know, all the settings that we end up having to go back to the back end editor? Will that be available in visual builder in the future? Boxes. Yeah. Um, like we, don't have, we don't have specific plans for that, but like I said, the visual builder will be in there along with all the other stuff if you just want to use it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I have a question related to that. So with my plugins, Divi overlays, you can't, customers can't directly edit, create their, their pop-up using the visual builder. There's workarounds, you know, design it in the library, import it. Um, and the reason they can't is we don't let the overlay post type accessible from the front end unless it's being triggered. And so if the visual builder comes into the back end, then that'll essentially eliminate that problem. Is that correct? That's what I've been telling people at least that we're waiting for that <laughs> update. So they could use a yeah. visual builder to design the Jen, here's a tip. Don't don't put your neck on the line on live. <laughs> I like to keep things interesting. <laughs> you know, unfortunately I can't I don't know. I don't can't answer that question. Okay. I have to, I, I'm not familiar with that particular situation. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, it's I pretty will, specific. I will, I will say this for those different question but similar vein is people worried about plugins that only work in the back end builder currently. Um, yeah. so when we release the new the new backend builder experience, which is the, the visual builder wrapped up in a different package and placed inside the post editor. Um, first of all, it's going to be opt-in only at first. So you're just going to see a little button, like try out the new experience. Um, it's not going to be like um, a big change and you can try it. If you don't like it, you can switch back to the backend builder. And then eventually like it'll become the default experience, but we continue to, we can, we plan to continue to allow you to go back to use the backend builder if you want to. And in the interim, while we're working on our, new develop, developer API 2.0, which will allow developers to do more stuff, you know, in the visual builder, we're going to have like a little button that'll be like, you know, this, you know, this custom field isn't editable or it can't be rendered correctly in the visual builder, click here to edit in the old builder and it'll be kind of take you in a new window and be able to edit it and pop back. So we're going to have like ways, we're not going to like, we're not, we're not, we're not planning to ruin anyone's day. So we're, we're, we're <laughs> you learned your lesson yeah. from that yeah. 2.4 update yeah people still talk about that it's funny it's funny people so the 2.4 update the it caused so many issues it's crazy that it was actually a pretty minimal change but what we did was we changed our grid from a fixed pixel grid to a fluid percentage-based grid yeah. and we actually were very careful about not letting anything change like every single column was exactly the same size. Yeah. <laughs> every browser breakpoint, but because it wasn't fixed, it, it caused issues, right? And these and days, we had all like done so many workarounds, particularly yeah. around the header. I think it was mostly the header, but we had all done all this like CSS in the back, and it just like yeah. everything broke. And what's funny is that people st right now are begging us to switch our grid to Flexbox and CSS grid, one of the two. I'm like, careful what you wish for, because. <laughs> Everything will break. break yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no way to not break it. But what we really want to do with this, we're thinking of having grid options in the future where you can yeah. choose. You want to use you want to use a float-based grid, a flexbox, or a CSS grid, and it'll be 
a choice. That's awesome. I I think it's great. And it sounds like you're approaching it in really smart ways, like by giving options to try the new experience, but still being able to go back and eventually having that as the main one. I think that feels gentle and it feels like for some of us who've been around for a long time and are in a lot of habits, like it's fine for new people, but for us who've been around for a long time, we're set in our ways and it's nice to be allowed Mm -hmm. to go in gently. So it's good. (laughs) I like it. All right. I, I have a question and um, feel free to answer it if you want. Um, and it has to do with collaboration and stuff. I know this is just my own curiosity. Um, obviously, Divi is not the only page builder out there. Last year at WordCamp US, there was a very fun photo of oh, yeah. Nick, Nick and several other very famous page builder owners in a photo, a photo of you know the wild, wild west. Oh. Um, I'm just curious, do you, are you friends with them? Do you communicate with them from a, I mean, I know they're competitors like Elementor and Viva Builder, but it's all WordPress and y'all seem very friendly and stuff, but do you ever talk to those guys? Do you ever communicate, you know, about anything or not at all? Um, no, not, not at all, actually. Um, only we're friendly with each other, like at at work camps and stuff, but I think it's more just we're also busy on our own team that we don't have, we don't yeah. really have any connections with anybody else. I mean, I don't know. Kind of, maybe it's partly my personality. I'm not a big, like, you know, partnership kind of person where, you know, I'm going to work with other companies. It's more just like we're just really focused on making our product great. Um, but we pay very close attention to, to, to all those <laughs> competitors, right? I mean, Elmontor, Beaver Builder, um, Gutenberg, Squarespace, Wix, all of them. Uh, so it's more, I think we're all just happy to be doing well and we're all kind of copying each other. And I, th- I get the sense that it's a, it's a friendly competition, but I could be wrong. I mean, <laughs> I, I do want to read a couple of comments here because there's been some comments. Uh, when I asked the question here, SJ James, who's pretty famous Divi person. Uh, what Nick said, we're all so busy. What he meant to say was, they're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of Divi. And I thought that was funny. I, I was going to say that um, with our sub Divi sphere, uh, Tim is actually my uh, arch nemesis. So <laughs> put us in a room together and we're like doing like spinning kicks. And you yeah, have to separate us quite a bit. It's not pretty, yeah. <laughs> I, I think from an outsider's perspective it seems like it's a friendly competition and like when we met the beaver builder guys at california they were lovely and they were really complimentary of divi and it doesn't it doesn't seem like anyone's out there being all horrible to each other and it seems like there's plenty of market share for everybody like whether that's just a naive perspective i'm not sure but it it certainly seems like there's room for everybody and I feel like our community is really big and doing quite well. Um, and I don't, I'm assuming it's still growing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And yeah, I know David and Tim talked about that, even in the, the Divi ecosystem about the. Yeah. 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 I think it's true. I think um, we keep waiting for a day when that isn't the case, but it seems to have been the case for a while in the WordPress community where we're all kind of, thriving together you 
Yeah, yeah, which is great. And the more that it is thriving together, it's positive news about WordPress and positive news about WordPress is good for all the builders, really. Yeah, right. So you kind of don't want any of them to fail massively because it's going to make WordPress look bad in some ways. Yeah, I think Beaver Builder, um, an element, well, more Beaver Builder because they were first uh, before Elementor and the other people helped to um, legitimize, help with us to legitimize page builders is a thing because yeah. when we were starting out as one of the first page builders, it was really difficult to combat this kind of negative page builder sentiment from a lot of the, the quote unquote hardcore WordPress developers who just didn't like the idea of a visual system for design when they would prefer to have more control over their code. And it was kind of like a, I don't know, a philosophical thing. Um, so it had a lot of negative connotations at the beginning because it made it easier, but I mean, it made it easier to make good stuff, but also easier to make bad stuff, you know, it's made it easier all around, but it's not any different than what WordPress did for the web design community, making it easier. I mean, you can go code, you know, your own system if you want, or you can use WordPress and it helps you out. Right. So, um, yeah. but it took a little while. Yeah. For that shift to happen. And now, I think it's a very, very, very positive light on top of page builders. In fact, it's going to be a page builder inside of core in a month. So yeah, yeah. I think it's all been good. That, we kind of saw that echoed um, at the WordCamp Orange County. The first time we yeah. all <laughs> met each other um, that first year, a few years ago. Um, and we all went to, went there in all our Divi purple shirts and stuff. And, you know, we weren't, um, I don't know. I didn't feel like we were, very welcomed I don't know I people think people were it. hating on us yeah and, but then like last the year, thing. <laughs> but in the year after when we went back um Divi blew up and so then we we're like oh, okay now they're okay now the Divi people are not they're not so bad like <laughs> yeah, yeah now it's like, like people come up to us like with questions about Divi and they're excited to hear about it you know it's it's pretty cool to see the transition mm-hmm. yeah I, I still blame, blame uh, Chris Lemma and his blog post for the initial <laughs> <laughs> I hate that blog post. <laughs> it's it's such a a dumb argument too. The the whole like short code thing. Ugh. Yeah, I've I've never once in my life just like rebuilt a site and like upload a new theme and push like switch, you know, change yeah. theme. <laughs> I don't know. I have a question um, that is shirt related. Um, is there any possibility or any future plans for any other colors other than purple? Because I don't like purple. <laughs> <laughs> do you think yeah. is, is that like a branding thing because i feel like the d is really strong on its own and then it quite <laughs> well sit on a variety of colors and i just want to ask a question while you're here <laughs> yeah i think we're sure i mean i know the divi builder has this has a lot of like you know i don't know like candy colors it's got the red it's got the green it's got the blue so we can make a whole we can make them all yeah <laughs> hey weren't you guys high. going to do redo the elegant themes logo at one point i remember you discuss it was it do y'all just have yeah. to on your plate right now yeah yeah i just kind of got tabled but i mean we need to do a whole website refresh and rebrand it just always takes too long <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we always regret not doing it or after we do it like when i redesigned the site like i don't know maybe it was like a year or two years ago um and i hadn't redesigned it for like four years at that point it was like looking really stale and it was a it really changed it really had a lot of uh, positive benefit on you know, yeah, sales and stuff. So. Yeah, it's, we definitely need to do it soon. But yeah, we need to re. One, one thing we're working on right now is redesigning our Divi landing page because it's like we created it when Divi 3.0 was launched, but yeah. since then there's just been so many new things added. 
and it doesn't do a very good job of explaining all the benefits of Divi. So we're actually working on that at the moment. Well, it has been a little bit over an hour and I promised Nick we wouldn't. We told him it was an hour. We could probably talk for, we could, <laughs> quite a few more hours, but uh, I know he's busy and we didn't get to get to a lot of questions, but there have been, you know, quite a bit of chatter in the, in the live feed and stuff. And um, I think for more or less, we, we've covered quite a bit of ground. And um, I want to personally say thank you for a super awesome product and uh, what you and the team at Elegant Themes continue to give back to the community and stuff. It's been a, an incredible ride and journey. And uh, I know it has uh, I'm not going to speak for the other people, but it's been awesome. And I'm really glad that you came on, Nick. 100th episode. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to say, too, like I, I couldn't be. A, I, I really don't think I could be doing um, what I'm doing now in my business had I not found Divi, been a Divi designer. And I mean, that that just changed my business completely for the better. So. So, yeah, thank you. Also, <laughs> I'm here. yeah, one, one thing I want to say, I mean, I agree with everything these guys just said, but. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, the title of this episode was uh, Then and Now, which we we talked a lot more about then. But one thing, um, you know, I have a full-time designer now, so I don't do a lot of designing and and Divi so much. But um, the last couple of days I did, and it was the first time getting into the Visual Builder and actually like fully designing something from start to finish using all the new um, like productivity tools. And oh my gosh, they're like such big time savers. It was one thing to kind of see it and be like, yeah, I could see how that would save a ton of time. That's an awesome feature, but to actually like get to use it and be like, man, like that was like at least shaved off a couple hours. So yeah, keep it up. That's awesome. Kudos. All right. Um, any final questions for Nick, before we can do traditional Are you going to WordCamp? parting thoughts, yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll be going to WordCamp this year only because um, I really rely on Nathan. Yeah, you all know Nathan for helping yeah. to plan that, and he has some other engagements. So um, we don't have, we might not have the capacity to plan it and make it this year. Um, but we're going to offset that with DiviCon next year. So, boom, right there, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> DiviCon 2019. Now you're speaking about WordCamp US, correct, Nick? Yeah, someone someone asked if yeah, we'll be going to yeah, WordCamp yeah. US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll miss you. <laughs> yeah. We'll wear our shirts. We'll wear our Divi shirts. Yeah, we'll we'll represent Divi. I don't think we're gonna get recognized in the streets of Nashville though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Right. Well, thanks so much. Do you guys want to do parting thoughts or do you want to just sail off into the sunset? Nick, thanks so much for coming on, my friend. Well, I would like I'll say, I'll say, I'll say go, go Dodgers. Uh, <laughs> what's that, Nick? I'll just, I'll just say that uh, thanks for having me on Divi Chat 100. I can't believe it's been 100 episodes. At yeah. the beginning of the, of the chat today, you mentioned that Divi has changed all of our lives. And I think it's true, it changed my life, and it's really humbling to see it has changed your lives and the lives of other community members. And so just thank you guys for being part of this awesome community and helping it grow. Um, group effort, and I uh, can't wait to see where it goes. Man, this is awesome. This is why <laughs> I love Divi. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a great place to be. The community's phenomenal. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. All right. Episode 101. 
in the book. Week, everybody. No, 100's in the oh, book. Oh, 101, yeah. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks for joining in, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.